Three, two, one. Let's go. How's it guys? Welcome back to the Nomi Podcast. The Nomi All Podcast. I'm your host, No Bennett. And today, wait, before, wait, 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 before we go a bit deeper, let's just get the formalities out of place, okay? The formalities are being joining the Anomaly Gang. You know, you got to join the Anomaly Gang. You got to hit that subscribe button. I don't even know if we're going to call ourselves the Anomaly Gang. That just came to mind. But I just had to get that out the way, you know, hit that subscribe button. But let's just get into it. Um, you guys have been terrific. Um, the support for the pod has been amazing. And support for the Table Talk episodes has just been through the roof. Like the previous Table Talk episode, we hit on YouTube 190 views. Okay, 190 views. That's the most viewed pod on our, 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 on our channel. Um, it's been amazing, you guys. When that came out, you guys like were deeming like, no, no, this is a sick topic, but keep it up. So we are back again with the sick topic. But this week, you know, we lost the the Cape Town strike. Um, so I was like, hmm, how can I keep you guys you know, locked in? You know, keep the, the the positive feedback. And I came to the conclusion that, um, what conclusion did I come to actually? I came to the conclusion that you know, bricks. Not the bricks that you build your house with. I need to stop with the jokes. These are these are getting terrible. These, yeah, I need to just tell you guys what's happening. But bricks, um, B R I C S. Um, I was like, it's in the news lately, so why not keep up with the term of relevancy? You know what I mean? So here we are talking about bricks, and when we speak about bricks. With this episode, you know, when I first learned about bricks, it was back in the economics days at high school, and I had a teacher, Mr. Um, Engelbrecht. Okay, we call him Mengo because his surname, I mean, his email was Mengo with the M and a Engel, but that was cool. Um, that wasn't cool. I'm rambling, and let's just get into it, guys. Let's just get into it. So, like I said, bricks have been all over the news lately, but there are reasons behind this. So, let me give you a quick, brief summary. So that you're up to speed and then we can, you know, break it down into deeper parts. So, um, recently, BRICS held their 15th, 15th annual summit in Johannesburg, South Africa. And at the summit, there were two key takeaways. Okay, I would say two key takeaways. And the, one of them was the expansion. Talks of expanding BRICS into what would be BRICS Plus. I know it sounds like a Samsung, but it would become BRICS with a plus at the end. Or they name it some other thing like all the countries that are included, but then there'll be like a long one and long acronym of like 12 letters, which I wouldn't like. Um, but the one the, the one point was the expansion. The second point was the currency. But when they're speaking about currency, they were speaking about creating a common currency that these alliances or these nations in BRICS or BRICS Plus would be able to use to trade with each other, okay? Hopefully, then taking the power away from the dollar and the euro. But now you got everybody scratching their heads because it doesn't seem like or didn't seem like there was much um, finding. The only real, real finding was on the expansion and then the financial side of things with the currency. That's a bit, I don't know, it's a, bit, it's a gray area, okay? Because there's a lot of different parts in that. But you got people like, okay, is the expansion happening? Okay, who's joining the expansion? Okay, is there going to be a new currency? Is this new currency going to be a digital currency? Are China lining with Russia? Who's pushing the expansion? All these questions are coming up. And that's why I'm here. This is why I'm doing this episode. Because I'm going to explain all of that. So, yeah, just just stay with me. Stick with me. So, what is BRICS? But I'm not going to explain this in like a... um 
history, history way, you know, Bricks found in 1954. No, guys, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm just going to give you guys a brief breakdown of things that you need. I feel like you need. Okay, so you got Bricks. Okay, B R I C S. Hopefully, I did that correct. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Okay, when this was initially founded. When I speak about this, this founded this informal organization. When that was founded in 2001, it was initially brick without South Africa, so it was just Brazil, Russia, India, and China. Okay, these countries were said to be known high potential countries. Okay, that by 2050, these countries would be leading the world in all term in all types like economics, uh, political standpoint on the world, like basically ruling, ruling the world because they held that high potential. And then from 2000, 2001 to 2009, it was really like a, it wasn't really something, how can I say, intense. But then 2009 came around and 2010, 2011 came around when South Africa joined. And then it became a real organization, a real, yeah, international organization of countries that want to work together like with mutual trade, foreign investment with each other, tried to for, become allies to better their economical and political standpoint on the world. Okay, that's where South Africa joined in 2011. To be honest, I don't even know why we joined. I don't know how we got into that group because you got Brazil, Russia, China, and India, like great countries. You got us. But think about it, okay? I think 2008 was, wasn't that a good period for us? It was like, or 2010 was like a good period for us. We had like the World Cup, that massive injection of cash. Um, we were also like our president before 2008. Who was our president before 2008? Because we had Zuma and that came, but everything went to crap after that. But that's not the matter of this today, of today's episode. So like I said, this change from brick to bricks is when South Africa joined and where the annual summits then started to, how can I say, get on with things or where, where, the, where there was the creation for annual summits. And um, these countries then realize, like, look, at the moment, we are just seen as, like, foreign, like, countries that are, like, little financial deposits where people can plow their money, look for a good investment, you know, that type of thing. And then this formation of BRICS came. And then when the formation of BRICS came, people then saw it as a potential rivalry with G7, okay, as Group of Seven which is another, I wouldn't say it's an organization, it's more of a forum, which includes the UK, the US, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, I'm missing one, Japan. Japan's like, it's like you got all the Europe countries and like part of this world, and you got Japan. But um, it was then seen as a potential rivalry with uh, G7 or the group of seven. But then if you think about it, this BRICS alliance, there has to be benefits, am I right? Like, why are there lately 40-odd countries applying to become a part of BRICS? So, there are benefits, but it's not, through my research, it wasn't, like, clear as day, okay? It wasn't really clear, but if you look deeper and you look how countries may, uh, can I say, work with each other, you then tend to find it. So, for example, um, with the benefits, if you are in Saudi Arabia and you are in the UAE, like, they are doing very well, you know, economic growth, I think probably very high at this point in time. Um, what else is there? Like job creation, probably boosting. And then through all of that economic growth and job creation and like businesses running, they find little pieces of data 
or like information okay so this personal data of saudi and like say the uae that shows what they're doing correctly to get this growth to get this job creation they can then share that with online so they can share it with south africa can share it with india you know to help each other grow that's one way that's one benefit i would say of BRICS. and then another benefit would be technology innovation like say in south africa they have like a technological breakthrough then you have like china oh no china's gonna have, china wants to have a look at it sure brad we alliances okay i'm not sure it's gonna happen like that but that's just the way like of the, the way benefits occur and obviously there is like major foreign investment because you have like china you have like russia you have like india brazil south africa and then now you got saudis uae those countries we have capital a good amount of capital so now i could say there's going to be increase in foreign investment amongst the alliances as well as a increase in mutual trade amongst amongst these countries so you can see that there is sort of benefits but they're not as clear to clear as that saying like look we're going to give you a 20 percent 20 percent 20 percent discount on us exporting your, your your goods that type of thing it's not it's not as clear as that but when joining BRICS, okay, you are then seen also as, like I said, going against Western powers, G7, which is those countries that I mentioned earlier. So that's sort of a, hmm, it's like a, it's not a saying I'm going against these countries, but it's just a potential shift to say, look, we're going for a different or, or alternate world order. But let's get to the matter then, okay? This expansion, the entire, this is, was the highlight. This is the highlight, okay? This is what's getting everybody in the world like, who? what's happening here? Okay. The expansion was pushed by two, two major countries, that being Russia and China, okay? And then through my findings, I have two arguments of why they did this, okay? of why they were the two countries that pushed for this, okay? So let's start with China. China, if you think about China, what do you think about? You think about manufacturing, you think about production, you think about exporting goods, you know, they're involved everywhere. So how do you, if you're already involved everywhere, how do you further that, okay? You then get more countries on your side. So if you can find some sort of organization, you're already in BRICS, so become make a BRICS plus, find some organization where you can find countries that you can, you know, involve yourself with a bit more than just bettering your economy bettering your standpoint on the world but let's talk about russia's now russia's a funny one no it's not a funny one it's just a weird one because as you know they're in war with ukraine at the moment and through doing that they've kind of lost support from the western side of the world which would be the us the uk those types of countries so i would say they lost support so if you put yourself in their shoes they would now need support from somewhere else okay so now you got bricks so what if we get more countries on our side, which then leads to the expansion, okay? You get more countries on your side, you get more support. I want to say you get more support, but you increase the probability of getting support on your side or getting a hand here or there. So that's my argument for Russia on why they try to push that. But it's also kind of funny. This is the funny part that um, the, the President Vladimir Putin, he couldn't even come to South Africa because he has a warrant from the International Criminal Court for his arrest because of war crimes uh, in Ukraine. So, like, Broski couldn't even come to 
come to Johannesburg. So they had to like Zoom call him or something like that. But let me tell you the point that confuses me, okay? We've got the six additional members, okay, that have been, I'm gonna say, accepted, okay, into the, into BRICS, making the BRICS Plus. So you've got Iran, you've got Saudi Arabia, you've got the UAE, you've got Ethiopia, you've got Egypt, and you've got Argentina, okay? The, this kind of reminds me of like 2004 Real Madrid, okay? Great countries, great potential, okay? But it's just the, the cohesion is it's just not there. The cohesion to get to the was the end goal, it's just not there. So some of you might thinking, no, what the hell are you saying? Well, let me break it down for you. You got Egypt and and you got Ethiopia. They currently in a tussle because Ethiopia built a damn wall using the Nile's water, okay, the Nile River. But Egypt were given those rights through a treaty dating back to the 1950s, okay? So Egypt and I think it's Sudan, okay, they were giving rights to the Nile's water, almost all of the Nile's water, but now you've got Ethiopia using the Nile's water for the dam, okay? So there's already conflict, okay? Then you've got Iran and Saudi Arabia. They, their sort of primary conflict was brought upon by religious differences and then they somehow keep finding themselves on opposing sides of wars. Not not a war with each other, but say you've got another country and another country, Iran will go there, Saudi will go there. They will help those countries that then in turn you would think that they then have a clash with each other. But then you also got Egypt, Saudi Arabia and the UAE also in bed with the US, which is G7, the western part of the world. So now you're like, it's not really... We're not really jelling here, eh? We're getting great countries together, great potential, but are we really thinking of who's who's coming here, who's, who's, who's coming together? And when you think about it, I don't even put it as we are contesting against the West, you know, contesting against those Europe countries. I see it as contesting against each other within this little group rather than against one end goal. But let's be positive. Let's say that BRICS Plus goes ahead, okay? What what numbers are at play? What 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 effect does it have on some of the numbers in the world? But before I get to that, I just want to comment on Cape Town Taxi Strike. You guys came at me. Well, not you guys, but the people on the socials that came hard, okay? Like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they came hard in the comments, okay? Because apparently I was saying wrong stuff. Listen, guys. I said stuff that was quoted by the Western Cape government, okay? Like, it what, like you can't come at me. If the facts were wrong, then go to the Western Cape government. And you can't say that you didn't know. It's in the comments. I commented in the comments that this was provided by the Western Cape government. And then people still came at me. But to be honest, I don't really mind. It runs the views. Brings the numbers up. You know? You know what they say? What's that saying? You know? The one day, hey, they, they love you. The next day, they hate you. Just make sure you get paid on both days. Simple as that. So let's get into the numbers. Let's get into the numbers of bricks. And then, and then you guys can attack me again. No worries. Just comment so it gets my views up. But bricks, okay, bricks will hold 29% of the world's total GDP. Okay? Bricks plus 
will hold 46% of the world's population, will hold 43% of the world's oil production, and will hold 25% of the world's total export of goods. Now, if you are a country from some other part of the world, and you're not a part of BRICS+, Plus, yeah, and you see the, 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 the numbers they hold onto the world, I would say, mm, yeah, I might feel a little worried. Because right now it not, might not seem like a like a major like a major matter, okay? But how can I say, sixty years from now, fifty years from now, we could be seeing this BRICS plus formation as a turning point in the in the global picking order. Now that we've got the expansion talk out of the way, with a one point currency, okay? There was talk for a new currency, you know, digital currency, okay? World overthrow the dollar, okay? Well, no, okay, there wasn't, it was talked of, okay, I don't even think, it, it, it wasn't even in the report of the annual summit for this year, so that just proves it's not on the cards, okay, but I've got a quote here from Leslie Mastop, I hope he, hope he said her name correctly, the vice president and CFO of the New Development Bank, which is basically the bank developed by BRICS, has commented that there are no current plans to create a common currency. It for now is just seen as a medium to long-term ambition. Okay, so the current plans of talking about creating a common currency that people that these countries can use to trade with each other, it's it's not happening anytime soon. But even though it's medium to long-term ambition for 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 the talks of the common currency, there already is a term. Okay. Now, the term, when I saw it, I initially thought, I initially laughed um, because it's quite ironic and quite funny at the same time. Now, it's called the R5, okay? When you speak to some people, they might think it's five rand. When you speak to some people, they might think it's the R5 semi-automatic or automatic assault rifle, you know? But it's actually all the countries of the current, of current BRICS all their currencies start with the letter R, which I find quite ironic, okay? So let's just break it down. You've got Brazil, the real, India, the rupee, China, the renminbi, Russia, the ruble, and South Africa, the rand. How funny is that? Like, it's so ironic. But in terms of currency, there has been a push in that area, okay? There has been a push for currencies, or not for currencies, for countries to use their national currencies to trade, okay? This then removes... The power and makes you less volatile to the fluctuating dollar and euro, okay? But there's three points to this. I'm going to say three sides to this. Three different countries wanting three different things. So you've got Brazil. Brazil want the new common currency. They want a new currency created, which is the R5. They want that, okay? Because they want to step away from the dollar, okay? You then got Russia as well. Russia, however don't want to create a common currency right now. They want national countries to use national currencies, okay? They want you they, to use their own currencies to trade with each other, okay? Not the dollar or the euro. And then you got China who are like stepping back completely by saying like, look, Oaks, we don't know what we want, but what we do want is an overhaul of the current financial and how can I say monetary system of the world. So like the expansion talk, it's a bit all over the place, but the one common thing that I find 
with the expansion talk and the, the, the currency talk is that it's a play to step away from Western powers. So that brings the question to, and basically the conclusion to, should the rest of the world be afraid? Well, to be honest, I say no, to be honest. I current, Currently, okay, I know that the, the, the BRICS are expanding to BRICS Plus, and like I said, the numbers, majority of the world in numbers will, will, will be in the power of BRICS Plus and whatever future countries join. Um, but this, like I said earlier, this too little cohesion between countries to, to, to go towards the end goal. The way I see this playing out is you have BRICS Plus, but then you have individual countries that leverage each other and leverage relationships relationships within the block, within the BRICS block, to them better their standing in the world instead of coming all together to take away power from the West. There may be decisions made and some maneuver made within the countries in cohesion where they step away from the dollar and the euro, you know, to take the power away from it and then trade on national currencies. There may be that. But all in all, I see these countries still being very individualistic because, like I said, there's still conflict and between between these countries. And, like, you got Iran, Saudi Arabia, you got Egypt, Ethiopia, um, like, China and Russia, aren't, I wouldn't say they aren't, hundred percent and like China are still very heavily intertwined with the US. So it's not it's not a way of taking complete power from the Western world, but I would say rising their standard. Like I always said in this video, rising their their their, their standpoint on the world and rising these little countries standpoint on the world, coming all together. So that doesn't shut down the idea that quite possibly if all the stars align Okay, like if all the, I don't know what, what types of stars do they have? Like very crazy. Like you've got like the line and no, we'll stop it. <laughs> if all the stars align that maybe in the future, okay, there could be a slim possibility that these countries overhaul the rest. The slimmest of the slimmest of the slimmest, but there's a possibility. And if that does occur, I wouldn't say overhaul, but takes a lot of power away. And if that does occur, BRICS Plus, whatever acronym they create, I see two countries at the head of the the snake. Okay, that being Russia, and that being China, and that's just my synopsis. I don't even know if synopsis is the the correct terminology. I'm just throwing words in here to sound more prof, prof, proficient in my understanding of BRICS Plus. Okay. I'm trying to res up the camera right now. But um, what do you guys think? Hmm? What do you guys think about this this BRICS expansion? Okay. Like like in the previous video, I asked you guys what you guys thought about the Cape Town Tax Track. So what do you guys think about the expansion? Do you guys do you guys like it? How do you think these countries will work with each other with will work with each other? Do you think they will work with each other? Okay. Like I said, there was a few there's a few hostile areas there. Okay. Will they work with each other? Will they be a common currency or will the country just stick to national currencies for trade hey so let me know down in the comment section down below i think that's all from you for now 
Okay, if you listen to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you gotta leave a five star review. And if you watch it on YouTube right now, you gotta smash that subscribe button and like and comment. And most importantly, share because if you don't share, how we're we gonna grow. But also like that's also a very important um 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 element. No, no, that's not the word. Metric. That's the right metric. Yes, that's the right word. Metric. Liking is a very good metric for YouTube, telling you guys that you guys like my video and it shows other people this video then if you like it and share so yeah hopefully you guys do those things but i think that's all from me for now um something exciting is coming um also the intro this might be the last episode where we have this no solo intro because i'm kind of working on something so be on the lookout for that what else noah what else do you have people to say what else do you have to say i think that's all for now Oh, for now. Also, check out the normal podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and you're already on YouTube. So, peace for now. <laughs> <laughs>